0: Good afternoon, Pottervision listeners. How are you? This is episode 112 of the Potter Vision Podcast. Wow. I'm doing an intro. Not done one of these in a while. Couldn't be bothered. <laughs> but yeah, this is a great episode. I had a right laugh listening to it. Um, just so you know, um, uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, please leave us a review, uh, tell your friends, join the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash PotterVision, that'd be a massive help. Also, if you want to see old Tommy Laurie, me, Tom Lawrence, do stand-up in Brighton in May on the 19th, 20th or 21st of May, you can Go to my Instagram page, Tom Lawrenson. The link is in my bio. I'm coming to Brighton to do stand-up. It's going to be sick. Uh, anyway, is me rambling on. This is the Part Vision Podcast. what's Potter
1: Hallo, hallo, hallo und willkommen beim Pottervision Podcast. Dem Podcast, in dem ich, Lucas Kirkby und mein Freund, mein Kollegin Tom Lawrenson über die Harry potter Bücher und andere Dinge diskutieren. Heute, wir sind bei Folge 112, Kapitel 17 oder Harry Potter und the Order of the Phoenix. Educational Decree Number 24. Tom, wie geht es dir?
0: Yes, that's German that boy's speaking, but he's not German. He's a little Welsh boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had you fooled, didn't I, listeners? You thought I was a German man.
0: <laughs> Je suis les filles. Je suis le garçon. Yes, that's French those children are speaking, but those children aren't French. They're British. <laughs>
1: hey bloody hell remember that do you know what I'm on about no I don't have a clue what you're on about
0: there used to be this advert for um this video where little kids could learn a foreign language and it was called muzzy and on it there was two kids on the advert that went je suis les filles je suis les garçons and then a woman goes yes that's French they're speaking but those children aren't French they're British (laughs) there's me watching it uh, there's me at home like Oh, I thought they were French. (laughs) I am
1: the boy. (laughs) I am the girl. We're French, yeah. If you walk down a Parisian road, you'll hear many children say that to each other. Mm. But yeah, "vivatus," dear, translates to "how are you?" I want to know how you are, what you're up to. More. Um, That's good how are you i'm very well i'm very much looking forward to listening to you eat that cereal bar and slurp your drink on the the podcast when it's released
0: <laughs> that's what people tune in for
1: yeah people tuning in for you chewing in um yeah i'm all right i've been doing my lessons it's the last week of the easter holidays uh so i'm still yeah. doing my german lessons i've had three lessons this morning. And I had five lessons yesterday. I'm trying to use up all my credits uh, before I can delete my account because I'm doing my course at at work, essentially, from next Monday. So I've got about ten more lessons to go. And, uh, yeah, I'm quite enjoying getting back into it, learning a bit of the old lingo. It's very good.
0: You make me laugh so much, right? Because how many... Uh, uh, how often do you get time off work? Rarely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how is he using this time off work? Oh, he's making sure his money hasn't been wasted. I've saved 10 pounds by using them all up. Oh, that was a good summer holiday. Well done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's a fair bit of money that you know I've, I've invested and then I just had a big break and they all racked up. How much is yeah.
0: one lesson worth?
1: Well, if you if you bought one lesson on its own, it's like twelve euros. But if you buy you like, didn't what
0: how much how much was how, so how much was the package and then divide them by how many you got.
1: Well, if I I think I paid something like oh, I don't even know. I think it worked out to be about half that, seven euros a lesson, maybe because you buy you buy like a I don't know ten a month or something.
0: Yeah. Well, what a fun Easter holiday you've had. <laughs> well,
1: Martina's Martina, in uni today, so it makes sense that I'm, you know... Martina going, you. Martina going to oh, him.
0: Martina going, Lucas, would you like to go to the seaside with me? You're like, I can't. I'm learning German. And she's like, well, if you came out with me, you could speak to actual German people. No, Martina, you don't understand. This is costing me six quid. Okay... <laughs>
1: he's right yeah I'm going to cancel all the lessons I've got booked in I'm going to go to the beach uh, which from the middle of Germany is probably about seven hour drive I reckon (laughs)
2: Um,
0: yeah um, go to that go go to the beach in France where uh, I pissed in a trench
1: yeah Dunkirk yeah (laughs) oh not Dunkirk that sounds Scottish doesn't it where is Dunkirk I'm very ignorant actually I don't know that I think it is France is it I'm going to google it now because I feel very stupid that I don't know where that is google Dunkirk where is it not the film I want the place Uh, Dunkirk place where is it it's in France yes I am not a fool
2: Oh, Mm -hmm. that's
1: good. Maybe I'm getting it confused with Dunblane, where those people got shot in Scotland for school shooting. (sighs) Anyway, don't bring that up in the Potten Vision podcast, Tom. (sighs) It's not nice.
0: Let me tell you something. So, I was in a a pub in Edinburgh once, right? Yeah. And uh, some um, local uh, blokes... Wanted to buy everyone drinks.
2: Like, oh, that's nice. Yeah.
0: Let them if they want to be generous. Buy everyone drinks. Like well, that's let them do so. Um, but in exchange for the drink, you had yeah. to give back some conversation. oh
1: okay. Well,
0: still, doesn't sound a, such
1: a good deal, does it?
0: There's always a catch in there. There's yeah. always a bloody catch. What? I can't just take this and walk off. I have to talk yeah. to you. That. <laughs> What, what a horrible little <laughs> giver you are. Um, yeah. So I was talking to this bloke, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like, oh, so I was talking about pie for some reason. He goes, the nicest pie I've ever had is in a little village called Dunblane. And I was like, okay. And he goes, well, unfortunately, a lot of children lost their lives. <laughs>
1: Right, if this is the cost of a free drink, I don't want a free drink. I'm happily paying £4.50 for a pint. I don't want want you bringing up atrocities on a Saturday night in Edinburgh. Bloody hell. Hey, free pies for everyone. And a chat about 9-11. We're all right, thanks.
0: Sounds like a Pottervision
2: show.
1: (laughs) It does, doesn't it? So, yeah, as there's an idea for Pottervision again.
0: <laughs> Money. Yeah.
1: It's interesting.
0: I'm throwing away the pounds, and Lucas Kirkby, he's picking up the pennies. Yeah.
2: He's
0: picking up the pennies. I'm throwing away the pounds. He's picking up the pennies. Yeah. I'm paying for like four patreons I don't listen to, and if you're paying for our Patreon that you don't listen to. Don't listen to what I'm saying right now. Well, actually continue <laughs> because uh, I pay for like three other patrons. I don't even listen to them anymore. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I keep meaning to cancel that. I'm like, Ugh. but don't you be cancelling our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> you keep paying so I can keep paying for these Patreons I don't listen to. It's a pyramid scheme. We all yeah. pay for Patreons we don't listen to. Yeah.
1: Per and perfect. That's and you're supporting each other.
0: That cost me about 15 quid a month. Yeah. Bloody
1: hell. Yeah. Bloody hell. What could you get, 15 pound a month? That could be like a phone contract, couldn't
0: it? Whereas you're using all your free time to make sure you don't lose a bit of money on these German lessons.
1: Exactly, yeah. I'm saving the pennies where I can. Because at the minute, I've still not sold my bloody house. I'm trying to sell uh, the house in Manchester bit of advice Um, yeah
0: sell it sell it just sell the whole thing just sell it
1: yeah well that's why didn't i think of that when i'm trying to sell it i should just sold it but no i'm too busy trying to sell it um but yeah um so i've got like mortgage going out there and bills going out over there and uh, it's a bit of a pain in the ass really so if anyone wants to buy a house in North Manchester, let me know. It's never had any problems with mold. <laughs> let me say let me say that on the record. Uh, none at all. <laughs> it's
0: funny, it is funny with housing and stuff, because I think of the problems my house has got, and sometimes I think Do you know what? I think I'm about ready just to walk away from this. I'd be like, You know yeah. what, bank? Keep the deposit. <laughs> Do what you want. Have all yeah. the money we've paid on it. I'm going to go live under a bridge. Also, yeah. perhaps I've been being a bit too depressing on this podcast because one listener sent me an inspirational quote in the form of like a Facebook post that was like, <laughs> Chin up, not all is bad. And I was like,
1: am I getting this? <laughs> I keep saying this. You, Everyone keeps messaging you. Nobody messages me. Uh, About any, I don't get inspirational quotes directly to my inbox. You're Mr.
0: Cheery You're Mr. Happy. I'm
1: Mr. Happy, right? All the positive Mister men. That's who I am. Mr. Cheerful, Mr. Happy, and Mr. Perfect. Well, not Mr. Perfect, but Mr. Glad.
0: I'm I'm all the bad ones. Mr. Bump, Mr. Grumpy, Mr. Mr. Messy, Mr. Grumpy
1: tickle yeah mr tickle somebody get that guy's laptop yeah he is a pervert (laughs) sticking his long hands through windows and tickling unsuspecting victims
0: i had a meeting with mr tickle uh there was like a meeting great and i said mr tickle please can of have a hug and he gave me a hug and then he said now will you suck my tongue i was like What's this exchange, Mr. Tickle? Have you been hanging out with the Dalai Lama? Have you, it's Mr. Tickle?
1: It's the Dalai Tickle. Right, it's the Dalai Tickle. Hey, but we should get the police involved and then he will experience the long arm of the law. <laughs> oh, we've gone right off this conversation now.
0: Thank you. This has been the Pot Vision Podcast. Um, when people are putting shit jokes, unfortunately, the podcast has to end. See you in two weeks. Bye!
1: No! I just released that 11-minute episode. (laughs) Oh, well, I couldn't resist, ladies and gentlemen. Did you ever play Crash Bandicoot? What, sorry?
0: Did you ever play Crash Bandicoot?
1: Yes, I loved those games as a kid, and I've recently played the remakes.
0: There is a, a boss in those games that is you, incarnate. It's the... I think it's like is a it dingo or... Is he the one in a straight jacket who's like jumping yeah. around?
1: jumping around, yeah.
0: That is you trying your best not to do a daft joke. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, who, are you thinking about Dingo Dial, the Australian one? He's got the gun and he's like, that like, a dingo. Hmm.
0: Dingo Dial. I ordered a new video game. I ordered... A... Oh, yeah. I think you told me to. I ordered a Naruto video game for my PS4.
1: No, I didn't tell you to do that. You told me that you'd been watching Naruto, and I listened. I didn't tell you hell? to buy a Naruto game. You just maybe thought I was interested that you were watching Naruto. And then thought, yeah. oh, maybe I'll buy a game on the back of that.
0: Well, I've gone out and bought a Naruto game. Yeah. It's all right. Very good. You can kill... You can kill... T- 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 games, just... Your mind just sinks into nothing. and You're just yeah. playing a game. You're just like passing yeah. time. Is that a bad thing? I don't know. Is it a bad thing to play? Maybe I should get that Hogwarts game. Maybe that would be a bit more interesting.
1: Yeah, well, I think we should do a playthrough on uh, the Patreon. Us yeah. having a go on the old game. Yeah, we'll maybe play one of the old games. Like the PlayStation 1 uh, Philosopher's Stone game. You
0: seem seem to forget you live in a different country to me, so I don't know how we're going to orchestrate that.
1: (laughs) I'll have a telescope and comment on how you're doing.
0: Any (laughs) more updates with uh, Oktoberfest?
1: I don't know, I think we still want to do it, that would be great, wouldn't it, uh, in Oktoberfest, which surprisingly happens in September. Uh, So I've no idea why it's called Oktoberfest, but it always happens in September,
0: apparently. Exactly. I've had this conversation with people before where, well, I think maybe it's like getting ready for October. October's coming. Like um, Mm. with people where Germans have always said, oh yeah, a lot of Brits come over in October thinking it's Oktoberfest, but it's over.
1: Yeah.
0: And I've even even known British people going, oh, I'm going... To Germany for Oktoberfest in October and I've said oh I think it's over then and they go no it isn't, I go fine
1: <laughs> Oktoberfest is shit, there wasn't anybody there there were no marquees, there was no extra bars, nobody was singing no bands playing
0: ooh, were you dressed up as um, Air Bean if it, if, we, if, you, if it all gets orchestrated
1: I'm going to be dressing up as Herr Cogbig yeah, it's going to be me but you are supposed to put lederhosen on, so I might stick my me, stick me lederhosen on that I had for my stag do. Yeah, I don't know about the bean jacket, but I suppose in September it might not be so warm as July or whenever we went on Stagdo. stag do. Um, yeah. Bean.
0: Um, that's fun.
1: Hey, guess what I opened and had a play with yesterday?
0: Can of worms.
1: They're <laughs> not kind of worms. <laughs> my present, my Christmas present from you.
0: Yeah, you and Martina, have you been enjoying it?
1: Yeah, we've been having a go. It's a karaoke microphone. Yeah. Have you got one of these? Have you tried it? Yeah. Yeah, so I can't play, I've not got anything to Bluetooth, but you can hear the effect. The Bluetooth line in. The
2: radio mode out. The Bluetooth device is
1: really too pale. Right, anyway. But you can talk into it like that. And then you can also... It has a remix effect where you can have an echo. And you can talk like that. Do you like that, listeners?
0: You can sound like a little girl, can't you?
1: Hey, I didn't know you... How do you sound like a little
2: girl?
0: Press that button again.
2: This This is is my microphone. microphone. Hello.
1: Hey! I'm the little girl! How did you do that?
0: Press hold down record.
1: Yeah Rec.
0: The cord. A oh, record. Record. Hello? Ooh.
1: <laughs> he Sound like I'm from space.
2: <laughs> he
1: sounds like he's from space. <laughs>
2: hello,
1: hello, hello. Welcome to the Platinum Podcast. We (laughs) are
2: the Pottervision boys.
0: Oh, I sound like a different little Little goblin boy. Oh, I hope you enjoy this, this, this. I am an old man. I am an old man.
2: Man. Man.
1: Is this this good good quality quality podcasting? Do you like this listeners? Does this even uh, come out properly? Perhaps you better look at that directly into the microphone. But
0: this is this is good because now when Martina comes home, you can hide and pretend there's a little girl in the flat. Oh,
2: that will be great. She'll
0: love that. Be nice. But have you have you have you like gone on YouTube and put in like a karaoke song and sang along to it?
1: Yeah, we've tried a few things. I sang Halo yesterday, and then was she it? sang... Um, oh, I can't remember.
2: I've forgotten now. Oh, it was, was it Baby Adele?
0: I think she's got a Mac. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Hey>. <laughs> that is such a
0: you joke. <laughs>
1: and, and the podcasters has now finished. Oh, that's enough, of that, I'm sure you've fed up
0: with that. But let me tell you something. Yeah. This weekend was a cause for celebration.
1: Yeah. Why? What has gone
0: on? Uh, Lucy did the Manchester Marathon.
1: Hey, that's amazing.
0: 26.2 miles. Uh, she did it. We, Me, Holly and Lewis went down to support her. It was fantastic. Yeah? Yeah. Amazing Bloody achievement. Yeah. Well Very done, proud Lucy. of her. Yeah,
1: amazing. Has she done one before? Was that her first one?
0: first one, yeah?
1: Bloody hell. Well, without any pissing around, that is fantastic. Well done, Lucy. Guess who I saw there? Oh, I don't know. Um, mm, uh, David Williams.
0: Katie Hopkins. <laughs> hey,
1: it's Katie Hopkins. Fantastic. Did you say hello? Uh, no, but
0: <laughs> I saw her face, and I was like, oh, look, it's Katie Hopkins.
1: Oh, well done, thank you for your service. Um, did she, uh, was she running, or was she just hanging about?
0: Yeah, she's doing the uh, marathon.
1: Bloody hell, you'd want to beat her, wouldn't, I? wouldn't you? <laughs> I don't want to lose to someone with big views.
0: Just, uh Big views. Oh, come on. Her uh, YouTube channel gets 100,000 views per video. (laughs) She gets the views.
1: I mean, her views in her head. What she believes. Mm. Um, Yeah. Bloody hell, well done. And I imagine she was quite tired at the end. Am I right?
0: Yeah, immensely tired. We got a taxi back home and we ordered a Domino's pizza. Hey. Um, Yeah. But it takes out your marathon. It takes it out of you.
1: Yeah, well, I'd imagine. Yeah, oof, blew my neck. Did uh, did she do what loads of marathon runners do, and like take a bottle of water and pour it all over her head, and then keep running? She was uh,
0: pouring it over other people's heads. I don't think they were happier about her. <laughs>
2: hey. <it's> <laughs> <young>. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah.
1: Uh, hey, well that's fantastic uh i'm a bit annoyed because that slightly eclipses my three kilometers that i once did for sport relief uh but yeah well, S- <laughs> well, only, slightly, only slightly
0: only slightly
1: <laughs> just about eh? um that's really cool mm. i on the other hand speaking of sports has been watching the snooker and there was some controversy yesterday did you hear about this
0: I think, so I th- So the Stop Oil people dumped something, stood on a table and dumped something on there, did
1: they? Yeah, they ran on, jumped on the table and threw orange powder up in the air. And then um, on, the other <laughs> Wahey! Side... Wahey! <laughs> on the other side, someone was trying to glue themselves to the table, but they managed to uh, peel her off before she uh, got stuck. But yeah, bloody hell, at the snooker of all things. And a disruptive play and that table wasn't playable anymore because it had orange powder all over it.
0: Uh, what's your opinion of it?
1: My opinion is, yeah, oil is bad for the environment, but don't be ruining the snooker about it, yeah? I have it on good authority that the snooker is a uh, carbon-neutral uh, uh, organisation. Or well, they make carbon-neutral programmes, at least. So... But they want a platform, don't they? But you could have easily just like thrown powder in the you know, on the carpet. Why did it have to be on the table?
0: <laughs> you could have easily thrown powder on the spectators.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ooh, like <laughs> dumped it on a player's head or something. That'd have been funny, yeah. Rather than ruining a perfectly good snooker table. It costs a lot of money to recloth a table.
0: I think um well, the thing is, you're an idiot.
1: Thank you. <laughs>
0: because that does not matter.
1: What, snooker?
0: Like, the, put, look at it this way. Imagine you're inside a burning building, yeah? Yeah. And someone on the outside wants to notify you all that the building is burning down. And they do so... By smashing the window and going, You're in a burning building. And that's like everyone on the inside going, Well, there's no need to be smashing a window.
1: <laughs> no, that is like the window being open already and somebody smashing the window. Why not just shout through the window? And then you've not broken a window then, have you?
0: Because then no one will be talking about it. If someone had shouted through a window, me and yeah. you w- won't be on a podcast uh, discussing how important it is, uh, you know, to not be ruining the environment through oil.
1: Believe me, Tom. If someone had run into the snooker and put orange powder on a player's head, I would definitely have brought it up. In I think, podcast.
0: I think you are pro-oil.
1: I'm not pro-oil.
0: I think you're a gasoline head, you're a petrol head.
1: What can I say?
0: Apparently when you no, were born, your no. your first words were, "damila la gasolina, me encanta la gasolina.
1: Yeah, yeah, they were actually, how did you know that?
0: And you think I'm joking, but I've got some evidence here. I was in a supermarket with you and there was a load of like, say, um, I don't know, I think it was like apple, like in a, apples in like plastic wrapping or whatever. And you looked at it and you went, why does that need to be plastic wrapped? I hate all that. Do you know, like unnecessarily, unnecessary yeah. um, uh, plastic wrapping? Yeah. And I was like, I thought to myself, this guy hates oil. Yeah he's <laughs> anti like unnecessary like plastic use. Every time you used to come to my house for the podcast you yeah. would use the bin afterwards but instead of using the recycling bin you would put everything into the black bin. <laughs>
1: I have no idea what you're on about, like a McDonald's you, bag or something. Yeah, you
0: don't care about recycling. I thought, oh, he loves must hate like plastic use and like love recycling, but you'd put everything in the black bin, like just general waste. Oh, that's general waste.
1: Hey, I don't know what to say about this. I feel like my character is coming under assassination. <laughs> I recycle at home, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, but surely a McDonald's bag, that is waste, isn't it? What is, what is that then?
0: Paper it's recycling.
1: Like, it's got food in it, hasn't it? Bits of no, it
0: didn't. Not, if, if me and you are involved, there's no food going in that bin.
1: <laughs> well, I can only hold my hands up and apologise and say that I will try every day to be better in every way. Yeah? But what
0: that led me to believe is that you are pro-snooker and pro-oil.
1: Well, I'm pro-snooker, definitely. Um, Pro-oil, no. I think, you know, we should have better ways to, you know, provide energy and, uh, you know, move around.
0: And there might be people on the the podcast going, Tom, uh, listening going, Tom, I swear there's been episodes where you have discussed how you are anti-recycling, and that may well be. (laughs) <laughs> I do not like recycling. I believe it is giving myself an extra job. I'm working for the council for free. But, like, why don't I ever see any of the money? Because they must sell that recycling. You know, this, this bottle is made from 100% recycled materials. Where'd you get that from? Where'd you get the materials from? Muggins here. Let's see yeah. some of the cash back. I want some of the revenue.
1: Yeah, I forgot about that. Because when I was putting that McDonald's bag in the black bin, you were applauding me at the, at the door. You tell them. Oh, I will. <laughs> yeah.
2: Ooh,
1: Bloody hell. So, but, you know, protest all you like, but do it through the right channels, yeah?
0: No! Not
1: via the snook. Go do, like, boxing or football. Don't You're like a crucible in Sheffield.
0: You're part of the ignorant, like, uh, masses who are like, there's a time and place for protesting, the time is uh, during the night when everyone's asleep. The place is somewhere no one knows about. Do it in your own bed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I get what you mean. You want lots of people viewing it, but snooker's not the most viewed sport, is it? They could be doing something else, another sport.
0: I want everyone to protest. All right, arms folded, fingers on lips. That's how you do your protest. So what was that in primary school about? Right, cross your arms, fingers on lips. And then you get some one little cunt like this. Yeah. <laughs> like, most people just be like, lazily like that. Yeah.
1: as mm, if that like, you can do me. that and
2: still
1: talk, I don't get how that's supposed to stop you talking. Because you got your finger on your mouth.
0: Cross-legged from, in a big hole. Cross-legged. you got some kid's muddy shoe on your knee.
1: Am I an animal? Yeah. Am I an animal? <laughs> He's right, yeah. And um, you know, it, it takes the uh, it takes the effort out of the hymns because people are annoyed about muddy shoes. Mm. Mm. Now, Tom, are uh. you ready? <laughs> for the chapter Seventeen Rundown. Ready as I'll ever be. Chapter Seventeen Educational Decree number 24 right harry wakes up ooh, feeling good all right he's got sunshine in a bag Right, he's walking around feeling good until he sees the Gryffindor notice board and it's got an educational decree on it number 24 that says anyone who wants to start a club has to run it past professor umbridge he's like that. bloody hell she must know about that Secret Defence Against the Dark Arts lessons, right? Everybody's kicking off about it. It means Quidditch might not be allowed to happen. Everyone's up in arms, right? In the meantime, Hedwig has been attacked and uh, has got a dodgy wing, so he's taken to Professor Grubbly Plank. And uh, people are still getting observed. Snape is observed by Umbridge. And, uh, yeah, it's all a big barrel of laughs. Uh, Next thing Sirius is there in the fire again having a chat saying we know what you're doing I think it's great Mrs Weasley doesn't think it's great but I say crack on with your club and just as he's about to finish talking a hand tries to grab him and it's Umbridge's hand in the fire and that is the end of educational decree number 24 what a chapter eh do you agree?
0: Hell yeah, this has got to be my favourite chapter I've ever read.
1: Ha ha ha, boring, wasn't it?
0: Oh, I loved it, what are you talking about? It was so much fun. <laughs>
1: Alright, well, what was fun about it? What did you like?
0: Well, start off. All groups are disbanded, right? Had me thinking, Oof. I hope this means Quidditch, I think. Yeah. Oh, if I could take one thing out of the Harry Potter books, <laughs> it wouldn't be, you know, the uh, the fat phobia. It wouldn't be uh, making fun of people's looks. It wouldn't be all the judgmental stuff. It wouldn't be how the word coolly comes up every chapter. It would be <laughs> the Quidditch. Get yeah. rid of it.
2: Well,
1: I was thinking that because I wrote down somewhere that, there's like more emphasis on Quidditch again, this book, and I was like, I thought we'd got over this. Last book it was like, right, Quidditch World Cup, and then that's your lot. And this time it's like every chapter. Ooh, Quidditch practice might be cancelled. Ooh, Harry, don't be late for Quidditch. I couldn't give a shit about Harry's Sports Club. Rip those pages out. Look, look how fucking fat this book is. Do we need it? I don't think so. Get rid. Boring, hey. Eh? Why don't we have another lesson described?
0: Listen, when J.K. Rowling started writing these books, I wish you'd taken into consideration that a couple of boys known only as the Pot Vision Boys would be want to be dissecting this as a podcast, right? And she's yeah. made, she's drawing it out longer than it needs to be.
1: Yeah. Come on. We're having to do 199 episodes here. And one of them is about on. this.
0: We're only on 111, 112.
1: Oof, yeah. So listeners, the countdown starts now. You've got 87 episodes left. And God forbid we decide to do more after that. Oof. <laughs> Who bloody knows, eh?
0: And after that, Oof. what are you going to do after it ends? What are you going to do after it ends? Goosebumps. That's what we're going to do.
1: <laughs> Not book oh. by book. I know the small books. But we'll be doing <laughs> chapter by chapter Goosebumps. What are you yeah. going to do after
0: Goosebumps? Shivers.
1: Yeah? We're going to be doing the Mr. Men books, Chronicles of Narnia, the lots. Yeah? You wait till you're here five years later listening to us talk about a horse and his boy. Eh? Yeah. It's going to be great.
0: And then what are we are going to do after that? The Bible. Okay?
1: Yeah? Hello, 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 and welcome to the pot vision podcast, the podcast where every week myself, Lucas Kirkby, and my friend and colleague Tom talk about the Bible this week on episode 514. It's Genesis, chapter 3, verse 2. Snake. (laughs) Tom, how are you? Did you say Uh, snake or snake? Went to pick me pension up. Snake. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I don't like this. People messaging. Oh, the have a go at Eve too much for eating that apple. No, we don't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, lads, what are you going to do after Genesis? We'll be dead by the time we finish Genesis. Oh, you're not going to do revelations? No. Right.
0: Noah's Ark. What was going on there? Yeah,
1: come on. Two of every animal, what if they didn't fancy each other? Eh? Hey? Mm-hmm. Do you know how hard it is to get two pandas to have sex? Mm. They need a bit of choice. Anyway. (laughs) This has been...
0: was funny. Me and you. Do you think you would have eaten the apple out of uh, the forbidden fruit? (laughs) Would you have eaten it, Lucas? You. I wouldn't have eaten it. I would have listened to God's orders and he would have said, don't eat the apple. And if someone suggested it, I'd be like, right, you do what you want, but I'm not going to have any. I won't be tempted. How about you?
1: <laughs> How many Cain's murdering <laughs> out of five are you going to give this chapter, eh? I'm giving this chapter five prodigal sons out of five.
0: right should we do the bible for double vision
1: yeah we're doing the we're reading the whole bible and because it's quite a lot we'll split it into two episodes (laughs) Uh, old testament and new testament goblet
0: fire film gets split into four episodes we do the bible in two (laughs)
1: hey and we're not stopping there the quran the torah we're gonna go through the lots so look forward to it yeah. how about
0: where Jesus set fire to a bush because it didn't have any fruit on it
1: bloody hell I thought he said a bus then <laughs> I was like I don't <laughs> remember that <laughs>
0: <laughs> he set fire to a bush because it didn't have any fruit on it but it wasn't the season for fruit so I don't know what he was thinking yeah
1: bloody hell he set fire to a bush come summer it's not going to grow anything now is
0: it been reading anyway, the uh, secret question the Lord I've been reading *The Secret Garden*, and what it has led me to believe that all people are just a product of their environment. This little girl comes in to this house in Yorkshire, and they're all like, "Oh, aren't you that horrible little girl?" It's like, well, no one showed her a bit of love in her life. How do you expect yeah. her to be anything but nice? I'm be thinking about you, you know. People mm-hmm. going, "Oh, isn't it that silly man?" He's only ever had silliness in his life. I don't expect him to have anything different.
1: Exactly. Right? It's nature versus nurture. I think it's about 50-50, honestly. Uh, I think you are born inherently with some personality traits, but of course your surroundings mould who you are as a person. Of course they do.
0: You think you're 50% silly by nature?
1: I think so. And 50% of it has been encouraged My dad's silly. My mum's silly. Lots of other family members are silly. My friends (laughs) were silly.
0: (laughs) My dad's mummy. My my dad's silly. My mum's silly. Bit of a nasty shock when he found out. Who?
1: What? (laughs) So I'm silly too. Right, that's not a story. Dad's a wizard. Mum's a witch. I'm magic too. Yeah, most of us are like that. Most of us have to. Most of us have witch and wizard parents. (laughs)
2: and also is Harry Potter a
1: mudblood as well yes well I suppose both of his parents were magic but then um, Lily Potter's family were muggles weren't they so Lily Potter's a mudblood so that makes Harry half mudblood the half mudblood prince I think so yeah well quarterblood I don't know but yeah, I suppose you're not pure, are you? I suppose if you've got any non-wizarding family members, you're a mudblood, aren't you? I don't know. Anyway, I don't like swearing, saying this dirty word. It's the worst word you could say to somebody. Ah, but, but it's not the worst word. <laughs> There's nothing worse than mudblood, yeah? And Would I've some rather... bad words in my time.
0: Would you rather someone call you a mudblood or a gimp? <laughs>
1: I I, I wouldn't mind somebody calling me a gimp. I'd want to know why. I think that would intrigue me. What makes you think I'm a gimp?
0: I think you'd be laughing before you even turned around. If you were walking out your building and you (laughs) heard a voice go, Oi, gimp!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Especially in Germany as well. (laughs) (laughs) Oi, gimp! (laughs) Who's this? (laughs) <laughs> oh, i love that. Can someone make that happen? That'd be my, like, make-a-wish. I'd be like, they'd be like, <laughs> right, you're not very poorly. We can do something really special for you. Would you like to meet anybody famous? Do, right. I just want to be unsuspectedly called a gimp in the street. Can you do that for me, make-a-wish? Yeah, do you want it to be a celebrity? No, no, no. Anyone you like. <laughs> Don't bother ringing up Channing Tatum. Just have somebody random do it.
0: It's wild that your mind went to Channing Tatum.
1: (laughs) I have no idea. I was trying to think of Ryan Reynolds, but then I couldn't get it out quick enough and uh, it went to Channing Tatum.
0: Channing Tatum. Two fake names. Channing. That's not a name. Tatum. The word is totem. Totem pole. And that's a Native American thing. Don't culturally appropriate things
1: yeah, Channing Tatum
2: <laughs> yeah
1: what what
0: what so, would his name be in English Channing? there's not an English name Channing Charles or yeah. Charles, Charles Tate, Charlie Tate,
1: there you go. Charlie Tate mm. sounds like an old gangster now they're all about Quidditch, right. And Harry it's like, hey, we're going to try the new move. It's called a sloth grip roll. Right. Mm. Right. The other thing that's pissing me off about Quidditch, right, is there's always new moves and new strategies. Right. It's a 500 year old sport. There aren't any new ways of flying a broom. Everyone's done it. It's like, hey, there's yeah. a new football move called the wazzle. It's like, what is that? <laughs> Kick it with a bit of spin, I don't know, that's been there for years. You hmm. can't come up with a new move. I don't it's think
0: like, It's like me coming up with a new, oh, I've got a new uh, maths equation.
1: <laughs> yeah, go on, what have you got?
0: Uh, you know there's all these plus, divide, multiply? Yeah. I've got another one. Yeah. It's uh, distaste. It's when certain numbers have distaste for the other one based on uh, <laughs> no logic.
1: Hey, I like that. Number without logic. Hey, but it's fascinating the kind of operations that exist in the mathematical world. The kind of numbers that you can get. You can get happy numbers. There's the golden ratio. Very exciting stuff. Prime numbers are very interesting as well. But anyway, we don't want to get you too interested in all that stuff. We've got to talk about boring old Harry Potter, eh?
0: Mm, 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 mm. Hedwig... Has been beaten black and blue. Yeah. Possibly intercepted. Possibly he's had a night on the lash.
1: I think so. He's been out on the town, had a too few many bevies, and he's fallen over and have an accident. Thing is, owls
0: get hurt all the time.
1: Yeah. They fly into shit, don't they?
0: Don't worry about it, Harry. He's like, oh, I need to get Hedwig cured. There's no cure, right? Give him a shower, pack a monster munch, it'll be all right.
1: Yeah, he'll be absolutely fine. Yeah, but then uh, someone, <laughs> laving diggers. oh, I think Hedwig's beautiful. And we've not mentioned this on the pods, but I agree, Hedwig is a gorgeous owl. Sexy, yeah? Unlike that minger Errol, Hedwig is a beautiful bird. Mm. Do you agree?
0: No, uh, birds are birds. How can one Quidditch team be banned when others are not?
1: Yeah, that is a joke. I, You know, that is worth complaining about. Because she's like, oh, I need time to think about Gryffindor, whether they can play. You gave Slytherin permission to be a team instantly, right? Anyway, I thought she was just, like, against everything. I didn't get the impression that she was a... Slytherin supporter in any way.
2: The
0: thing is, right, if I was on the Gryffindor team, I wouldn't even bother reapplying because the the winning doesn't matter at this point. If anything, it makes such a bigger statement if Gryffindor aren't playing than anything else because then the whole school would know something's off if Slytherin is the only Quidditch team.
1: Yeah, oh, that'd be funny. And then they don't have anyone to play against. Yeah. Practising for nothing. Hey, that's a great idea. And as well, because Umbridge has made this stupid rule that everyone who wants a club has to apply for one, I would like, wind her up and get everybody to book an appointment with her and waste so much of her time with like bog snorkeling and crochet and conversational Chinese that she'd end up having to completely bring back the rule before
0: what is the gobstones club
1: <laughs> i shouldn't just play gobstones what is gobstones gobstones is very much like marbles uh where you throw marbles at each other others marbles and try and knock them out of a circle but gobstones are magic because gobstones are smelly yeah they smell Fasc- like shit
0: fascinating stuff
1: yeah isn't that good? So, yeah, Hedwig is poorly, Paulie Wing, right? Bashed up. So he takes her uh, to the staff room to try and find Professor Grubblyplank, right? And there oh. are two gargoyles at the entrance to the staff room. And Stephen Fry makes one of them sound very much like Kenneth Williams from mm. the Carry On series. Mm. He's like, oh, is it an emergency? Is it? Oh, my goodness, man. Oh, better go in, then.
0: It's very funny. Some people, yeah. It is very funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I <they> know <laughs> the whole hog in our know, Fatty Jake, Sid James, all the gargoyles in Stephen Fry's crazy world.
0: But then, right, Malfoy turns up and he's bragging. He's bragging and gloating yeah. and he's being rude. Neville tries to kill him.
1: Yeah, well, because Neville's parents are in Saint Mungo's. Mundungos.
0: I forgot about that. Yeah, I just thought Neville was on one.
1: No, no. And then of course Malfoy was bad mouthed in Saint Mungo's, and so Neville went to try and attack Malfoy. Punch his block off. Hmm. Yeah. But I like that we're seeing, di- we're seeing a lot of different sides to people in this book, which I like. We're seeing a bit more feistiness from Neville. Uh, we're also seeing McGonagall become a bit more of an ally to Harry Potter. She gives him a bit of a warning about sending letters with Hedwig and things being intercepted and stuff. So it's nice to see um, some of these 2D characters become a bit more three-dimensional and have a bit more to them. Yeah. Yeah, it's very good. Um, Yeah, good. And of course, Neville, uh, you know, we see more of his bravery and defiance in book seven, so it's nice to see a bit of a hint of that uh, in book five.
2: Uh.
0: And as Tom Felton describes Neville in his autobiography, Neville is sexy.
1: (laughs) Neville gets sexier with every film. Yeah. The if point... you want to hear us talk about that uh, you can follow us on Patreon and listen to our two-parter on uh, Tom Felton's memoirs, the second part, coming out next Monday
0: mm. very yeah. good and some people have been kicking off about my comments on the shape of a certain person's head <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, and if you'd like to see that complaint, you can look at our Discord if you support us on Patreon <laughs> Now, Trelawney has a lesson, Transfiguration, and she's obviously had the result of her inspection, and she's very annoyed about it, and, you know, she might lose her job, who knows. But I was thinking, bloody hell, I think if Umbridge had come to my school, there would be at least two or three teachers that I do not think would still work there. This is the school I went to, by the way, as a kid, not the school I work at now. I'd like to make that clear. Did you have teachers at your school that you thought, bloody hell, how did they end up actually getting this job?
0: Well, the thing is, some teachers have never kept up on new ways of teaching. So you'll get a supply teacher from the olden days sometimes, and you're like, what Mm. the hell? Like making Mm. you do weird things in high school. They're like, right, that's it, lines. You're like, lines? (laughs) 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 Yeah. I'm doing lines in high school. Not lines of cocaine, writing the same line over and over again.
1: Right, boy, you go get some coal from the coal shed. What, <laughs> <laughs> sir? We don't do that anymore. Right, on, I want you get your to. Slates out.
0: Right, bang these board rubbers together. It's not doing anything. There's no chalk on them, sir. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, there was a, like there was a proper old school teacher that we used to get uh, as a supply teacher, and he always used to do the exam invigilations. While I used to fall asleep reading the same book. Yeah, but I used to quite like stuff like that. He used to, it felt like a bit of a step into the past. Yeah, like how lessons used to be and what people would talk about. Do you remember that guy? We did a Welsh lesson once, and he just asked us all whereabouts we lived and like what hobbies we had we didn't actually do any of the work he was just like oh yeah I know someone who lives near there
0: is that right it's got to be interesting when you're a normal teacher and you set your t- work for the supply teachers to teach and then you come yeah. back and none of it's been done you're like what the fuck were they doing then
2: <laughs> supply
0: teachers coming in going I'm not doing any of that <laughs> right and then next what week you the got... <laughs> teacher would be
1: like well you've all started on the quadratic formula haven't you and we're like What? (laughs) guess we'll do it today then
0: (laughs) 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 nothing makes me laugh harder than that inflection on speech right then do it myself then
1: (laughs) guess we'll have to do it with me then all this is for nothing
0: you in panto we'll have to do it again then won't we (laughs)
1: <laughs> whoa <laughs> And uh, one thing that I was glad about was Umbridge walked into a Defence Against the Dark Arts lesson and she says, put your wands away. And finally, they've not already got them out, cocked and loaded. They're learning. They're not coming in with a, with a wand ready to do magic like this. Or like Cedric Diggory holding it like a gun ready to spell someone (laughs) yeah they've learned i want to see like these so fred and george finally put together and succeed in making their skiving snack box right and i think i think they'd be really popular in a school like what do you reckon
0: skiving snapbox um, would that be really popular yeah my mind always glazes over when Fred and George come up I'm like, shut yeah. up to be honest I think my mind glazes over when a lot of these characters come up I'm like oh fuck off <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking something really interesting so Snape has been teaching for 14 years correct correct Harry Potter is how old
1: yeah, I was thinking that. He's about 15, yeah.
0: Harry Potter's 15. Uh, Lily Potter was in the same year as Snape, wasn't she? Correct. Correct. So, Snape graduated Hogwarts and then went yeah. right into teaching.
1: I reckon he did it on graduation day. He took his hat off and walked straight to Dumbledore's office. And he's like, All right, completed school, gives a job. Job now.
0: Uh that's not how it works. You give Africa a a job. Oh,
1: oh. <laughs> He's keeper of the bloody keys since he was twelve. <laughs> I'm eighteen with all my A levels
0: Um So imagine you're in year nine, yeah. yeah. And then you come into year ten and you're like, right, who's doing potions this year? It's that lad who's a year older than you. What?
1: <laughs> eh? <laughs> I know it'd be bloody odd that. Well I remember sometimes when I was doing A levels it'd be like um a trainee or something and it would be like twenty or something like that and you think,
2: gosh,
1: you could just be in next that next to me. Like it'd be very but, odd. And I remember I I started tutoring at eighteen, like when I went to uni. And then sometimes I'd be teaching students that were 17, 18, like, dunno, tutoring a mate. I suppose that's nice and informal setting to be taught. Mm. I dunno. Been it mad to think that when Snape was in school, Hagrid must have already worked there 30 years. Yeah. When Snape was like eleven or twelve. <laughs> be like, bloody hell, and now he still works here, does he? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, cause he must be in his 60s now, Hagrid. So that
0: also must mean that Snape... don't want to say it, but the listeners are expecting me to say it, so here it is. Snape is probably a virgin.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah. Mmm. <coughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't think he's ever had any slap and tickle with anybody. I think...
0: Because he's been holding a candle for Lily Potter, hasn't
1: he? Yeah, yeah. But then, you know, she's, uh, you know, she's been dead about 15 years. So, you know, put yourself out on the market, Snape. You know, maybe go to some speed dating. Get yourself a dating profile on the internet.
0: The Hogwarts teacher is a celibate life, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. You say that, though, but I reckon some of them have. Had a bit of rumpy pumpy with each other they must have done Dumbledore and McGonagall
0: Dumbledore's gay
1: yeah well maybe that's what turned him
0: this has been the Pottervision podcast um, we will not be returning next week uh, one of your <laughs> hosts has got a potty mouth
1: <laughs> I've got a potty mouth the mouth. yeah that's true I forgot that Dumbledore was gay
0: they were overheard in the pog's head talking about starting a new secret club. Who started the secret club? Who told you? Who, was overheard? Who overheard us? Who overheard us? Sirius Black grinned from ear to ear. Oh, you want to know, dear? Beg me. They said, just tell us. He goes, fine. It was Mundungus Fletcher. They said, don't chat shit. He said, Mundungus Fletcher? Is it Mundungas Fletcher?
1: It is Mundungus Fletcher, yes.
0: Man's first name is Mundungus.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I put myself up for adoption.
0: He was the witch (laughs) under the veil.
1: Yeah.
0: Or the man under the veil, then.
1: The man under the veil it was. Yeah, bloody hell. It's a strange life, isn't it? Hiding in a pub. In a veil, listening to children. Is that what you've got me doing now? Dressing up like this, hiding myself. Wizard,
0: witch. What is the gender, neut- gender neutral term for witch or wizard?
1: Don't know. Maybe it's like magic person or uh... With
0: them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, a, w- a whizich or something. I don't know. Wizitch Yeah, that sounds right that sounds a bit like Quidditch, doesn't it? A whizich. Send us an email or message me privately if you have any ideas about that. <laughs> Which
0: emailing the PotterVision page is messaging Lucas privately?
1: Yeah, <laughs> they're any all wanting the to same. any PotterVision <laughs> account is a private message to me. <laughs> if it says from Tom and Lucas in an email, it's just from me. I just add Tom's name so it feels like we're together in a, in a business. <laughs> it's all part the only, of the PR.
0: The only business I'm in is the business of misery.
1: And that will go on your headstone. <laughs> hey, I like Hermione's idea of an invisibility marquee. That sounds good. She's like, hey, we can't get to the shrieking shack with 20 of us. We need more than an invisibility cloak. We need an invisibility marquee. I think she's onto something there. If that can be put together, that would be that'd be almost like a room of requirement, wouldn't it?
0: What day is it today?
1: It is Tuesday, the 18th of April,
0: 2023. Hmm. Mm. Mm. If only there was more I'd go into the uh, room of requirement and ask for more time, please.
2: More. I don't
1: think it can do that. <laughs> you want the time turner? That's what you want. Hmm. I think I'd go to the invisibility cloak and say, "I'd like you to show me a reflection of my dead parents." <laughs> no, no, that's that's the mirror of Erised you're after, there.
0: <laughs> it's all magic. It all works. It's all magic. What was the thing today? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna had 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 a, cadaver. Had a cadaver I'm gonna had a cadaver you with my broom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the
1: thing today there was a bit where Hermione was like, um, "Nobody will have snitched on us because I jinxed the contract. If they signed it and then told on us, they would get uh, blisters on their face." That is the most subtle and complicated piece of magic I've ever read about in these books. <laughs> that is like, beyond anything, I've like the best we've had so far is like, I can put a light on with my hands. Put a light on with my hands. Sweetie. <laughs> and now Hermione's saying that someone can sign a contract and then... The contract knows that they've told somebody about something and then somehow give them blisters on their face. That is like the most um, sophisticated piece of magic, I think, in the whole books.
0: And also, it should be... uh, That's a criminal offence, really. That's like battery or assault.
1: Yeah. It's like battery or assault.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's like going, not
0: right. oh, I've put laxative in my milk at work so no one can have any. Listen, yeah. you're not allowed to do that.
1: You're not allowed. Well, Manny's done a lot of atrocities. Last year she turned uh, Rita Skeeter into a bug and then kept her in a jar. I don't know if she's still in the jar. It's terrible. Terrible.
0: There's a bit I mean, in Draco probably. Malfoy's book, right, where he talks about yeah. going up to Emma Watson and going, oh, should we practice the slap from uh, the next yeah. film? There's going to be a slap. You slap me in the next film. And he was, uh, he goes, then I man tried to mansplain to her how I- it should be done. I was yeah. like, you know that stage slap where like you do it so it's close and the other person claps he goes, or something. Oh! oh. Yeah. And, he goes, but, and he goes, I tried to mansplain to her... Uh, and it's like, and then, uh, but mate, I don't think you were mansplaining because it sounds like you, she didn't know how to do a stage slap.
1: Yeah, because she actually slapped him.
0: Because she slapped him as hard as she could in his face. And he's like, it was all good fun. I'm like, well, it sounds sad.
1: <laughs> but anyway, we're not allowed to talk about that more because that episode is behind a paywall. If you want to know more about that, yeah.
2: support
1: us and listen to it there. Yeah. It? and then the, it finishes with I really like this I thought this should have been in the film um, Sirius is talking to them in the fire and then he has to rush off and then next minute there's a hand in the fire trying to grab him and it's Umbridge's hand and I thought I'd love to have seen that in the movie
0: I know it's great because once she does grab him then what? who is that?
1: <laughs> I know what would she do?
0: <laughs> who is this? who's got eyelashes <laughs> like those? Uh, that's a wet tongue
1: oh he's got a kind face is this a dog oh yeah because what is that, is that the, could he actually be pulled out of the fire what's the deal how can he be tangible mm. also wouldn't she burn herself anyway we're thinking about this too much yeah we like the image of it it's scary oh Another thing that made me laugh was uh, Sirius is like, hey, I've heard you've started an illegal defence group. It's like, excuse me, we're not calling it an illegal defence group. That sounds like a racist organisation. And we are definitely not doing that. We are the Magical Defence League. Uh, We don't want to be joining that, Harry Robinson. (laughs) Harry Robinson. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, bloody hell!
0: We are the community of cunning cunts. Well, don't do that. No. No,
1: we're not S- doing that.
0: Spelt with all K's. Nope. No, no, thank
1: you. We're going to be like the Death Eaters, but instead of wearing black robes, we're going to wear. No, we're not doing that. We're going to be the life Eaters. No, no, that's awful. Mm-hmm. and on that note that's all my notes that I have
0: right how many um, how many uh, hands clawing through embers are you going to give this chapter out of five
1: it was boring guess we're going to have to do a podcast about this boring chapter then <laughs>
2: yeah
1: it was a bit yawnsville um, so like this <laughs> About four pages, just grubbly plank talking to McGonagall in the staff room about nothing. Uh, A lot of guff about Hedwig. It was a bit boring, right? Basically, all you need to know is that Umbridge is now putting a ban on clubs, right? And it was 45 minutes on the audiobook. It wasn't the best, uh, so I'm actually going to be scathing. And I'm going to give it one hand clutching through embers out of five.
2: The Bluetooth device is ready to help. The Bluetooth device
1: is connected successfully.
2: Looking
1: forward to the quiz (laughs) theme. How many are you giving it? How many are you giving it?
0: That's mad. It's connected to you.
1: I can't hear you now. I can't hear you (laughs) now.
0: Well, for the listener, my Bluetooth mic has connected can't to my phone. I cannot hear,
2: hear you. I think it's taken over, over your AirPods. Your
1: AirPods.
2: You <laughs> know, Yeah, yeah.
0: Look yeah, at yeah. you. Look, it's flashing oh, that's, away. Oh, that's good. That's you. Hey, fantastic. Hey, fantastic.
2: <laughs> hey it's me. <laughs> it's me. <laughs>
1: oh, that's weird. I'm, coming, I'm out coming out. I'm coming out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you should hey, hide that, you
2: in, hide that in, bed, in your bed. And then I'll
1: scare Lucy. Although you could
0: do that with a oh. mobile phone. There you go, you're back. Um, oh, that was funny that. This is weird because I've never... Oh, I think I must have connected it to, to my phone once before to do karaoke in bed. Yeah. Um,
1: We've all done it. <laughs> <laughs> I must For have me... connected that to my phone when I was doing karaoke in bed. Oh, <laughs> 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 I must have done that before when I was putting beans in my shoe. <laughs> As if it's the most normal thing in the world.
2: <laughs>
1: I was the when I was making gravy sandwiches.
0: Now, for me, this chapter was a bit too long. It was a bit too long. It was a bit too depressing. It was a bit too demessing, right? A lot of bits going on. Nothing nice happened, and it got me down. However, was I glad I read it? Yeah. Yeah, I was. I was very glad I read it. I think if I'd not read it, I wouldn't have had this chat with my mate today. When we started off today's call, before we started recording, I said to Lucas, he goes, how fee, you feeling? I go, shit, this one's going to be a shit one. But I have thoroughly enjoyed my time on this <laughs> podcast today. If not for this chapter, I wouldn't have had a nice time. It's lifted my spirits, so I can give this chapter no less... Than two hands clawing through embers out of five if I've been for the chat well if I hadn't been for the good chat it would have been a zero Now are you ready for a segment I call quiz yes hey there quizzy boy what are you doing everyone is looking at you looking fine you got all your clothes on they're ready to come off everybody's looking at you quizzy boy baby yeah right question one what is Angelina's new Quidditch move the um... oh it's
1: the oh it's something to do with a sloth the um, sloth wrap maneuver.
0: No, it's the sloth grip roll. Question two: How many inches was Professor Binns floating off his chair? Three. One. Question three: How long has Snape taught at Hogwarts?
1: Fourteen years.
0: Correct. You're doing great so far. Question <laughs> four: What does Harry? What lesson does Harry intend on skiving off of?
1: Divination.
0: Correct. Question five. What was Lee Jordan doing in this chapter? He
1: was uh, magicking away the sick.
0: He was vanishing vomit.
1: Yeah. All right, I'll
0: give you three out of five.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Quiz boy, you did so well. Everyone is proud of you, but you're still going to hell. Right.
1: Uh,
0: now, do you want to do any segments?
1: Yes, it is now time for the nation's favourite segment. It's Hedwig's Droppings. The Blue device is really cheap hell. We're, not, we're referring not referring to owl poo. 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 We're not, we're not alluding all to droppings. droppings. We mean the messages the you send in when we allude to, to Hedwig's droppings. droppings. What's in a beak this week? Well, we've had a load of five star reviews that I've not checked on recently. So we've got three new reviews. The first one is from 09 Dan K 1991. And Dan says Potter Perfect. Having listened to the audiobooks dozens of times to the extent that I can't listen anymore. It's been great to listen to Pottervision. My girlfriend Sarah introduced me to this two weeks ago and I'm nearly on the fourth book. Excellent listening with friendly, familiar voices. So thank you very much, 09, Dan K, 1991. Now, we've had another uh, review from Ewam Mac, And Ewan Mac says, amazing must watch. I started this show a few weeks ago and I'm already on book three. This amazing can't wait to come and watch your live show one day. Oh, yeah. Well, we hopefully will see you at some point, Ewan. And then we've had a, another five-star review from a Canadian vision fan uh, called Ravenclaw Forever. And they said, calling out all Potterheads, this is the podcast for you. This is an amazing podcast and it's so funny. Well, thank you very much, Ravenclaw Forever. Now, the only other bit of communication we've had this week is an email from Louise. And Louise asks... Are there toilets in the common rooms or dorms in the houses because they can't be out at night? But what if they wake up in the middle of the night and have to piss or shit themselves? Where do they go?
0: I'm the authority on this. They open up up a window, Uh, you lean your backside out the window, your friends hold onto your
1: hands and you release. If you are unfortunate enough to arrive at Hogwarts late at night and look up, you will see many a moon in the sky. Some of them will be teachers, some of them will be students doing a plop. Come on. Yeah. So we hope that's answered your question, Louise. My guess would be a chamber pot by every bed.
0: Uh, that's so funny if it's a chamber pot imagine that Harry's gone to bed in a mood him and Ron have fallen out (laughs) and then the night he wakes up to see Ron on the floor still looking at him cross but using the chamber pot
1: (laughs) it's Harry Potter and the chamber pot of secrets don't look in there (laughs) Jimmy it's dirty hey do you want to see my hey This is my uh,
0: demo, Uh, this is the moustache I was considering using to be a Geppetto.
1: Hey, that's fantastic.
0: Didn't use it in the end. In the end, I glued, um, I put PVA glue all over my face and just put cotton wool
1: on it. Hey, that's better. Cut out the middleman, eh? Very good. That was Hedwig's droppings. This has been the Pottervision Podcast. Thank you so, so much for listening. And people might be interested to know that this episode marks the end of this refill pad. <laughs> so next time. Oh, would I anyone would want use... that?
0: Maybe you could give that away.
1: Yeah, maybe. If anyone wants my refill pad, uh, they can ask and I can give you Pottervision notes in the post. Message me privately and directly. <laughs> For all the details. <laughs> um, yeah, if anyone wants to support us on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash pottervision. There's loads of bloody goodies. There's over 50 bonus episodes of the show. At the moment, we're looking at Tom Felton's memoirs and discussing them in a two-parter. Uh, there's also things like keyrings, stickers, posters. Our live show is on there. Our eight-part tour diary from... February is on there, yeah, there's loads of good footage on there, there's our trip to uh, the Forbidden Forest experience last year, there's all sorts of goodies on there, and you can get most of them for £4.50, it's all worth it I think. Uh, So yeah, but next time we will be on episode 113, chapter 18 of book 5, Dumbledore's Army. You have been a Puritan hat wearing Tom Lawrence
0: <laughs> And you have been a German cramming Lucas Kobe.
1: Goodbye. Why did
0: you do the YMCA?
1: Dunno.
0: Thank you for listening to the Pottervision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. If you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Pottervision.